we at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yarraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. This land is, and always will be, Aboriginal land. Hello everyone, welcome to the Nasty Woman Club podcast, your go-to platform for all things intersectional feminism, or as I like to call it, the homophobic City Point Christian College's worst nightmare. Those of you that are new to the show that do not know me, I'm Demi Lynch. I'm just your average bisexual, fat, hairy, atheist woman that is the host of this fabulous podcast. Anyway, my guest today is Audrey Aura. She is a sex worker and a highly, highly successful OnlyFans creator. She recently went viral on TikTok after she revealed to her audience exactly how much she makes per month with her OnlyFans platform. Let me tell you, it's it is impressive. So more on that later on the show. And after creating such a successful OnlyFans platform in just two years, might I add, Audrey has decided to use her skills and experience in the sex work industry to help others that are wanting to start an OnlyFans platform. That is right, she is doing OnlyFans coaching. And I've told her this in the interview, and I'm going to say it again. Audrey, honey, you're a genius. Okay, OnlyFans coaching. I mean, we have coaching for mental health issues, for fitness, nutrition, spirituality, like every type of business there is, every type of work field there is. Of course, yeah, we should have OnlyFans coaching. Okay, like any other job field, there are people out there entering this industry that need help navigating this new work environment. So, Audrey, pat on the back, love. Well done. Like, again, genius. So anyway, I cannot wait for you all to listen to my chat with Audrey and to not only hear about this fabulous coaching idea, but to also hear her thoughts on particular stories and issues involving the sex work industry and the OnlyFans platform. That's enough of me yabbering away. Time to go on to today's guest. This is Audrey Aura. Audrey, my dear, thank you so much for coming on to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Well, the first topic we are going to dive into for today's episode is OnlyFans. And that is where you have truly created a career for yourself. And like, I think I saw it was either on your TikTok or your Instagram that you said, you started off by making, I think it was two thousand a month, and then now you now at some point you made thirty five thousand dollars in a month on OnlyFans. Yeah, it's it's been insane. I mean, obviously, I didn't start with two thousand; like that wasn't my first month. I think my first month I made like forty dollars. Yeah, like it was. It, obviously, I didn't start off with two thousand. There's some people that go out and make two thousand on their first month, and that's insane and amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. I wish that was me, but it took me about eight months to find my footing and figure out what I was doing. I was stumbling around, putting a lot of effort in, in the wrong places that I didn't realize were the wrong places until later on when I figured out what I was meant to be doing. Mm. But the last 12 months in particular, about November last year was when it just absolutely blew up. I figured out what I was meant to be doing and it just has gone insane. And last month was my best month yet. Um, I'm expecting this month to be a little bit slower since it's Christmas and holidays and 
people are out there spending money on their family, which is fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm so excited to see where 2022 takes us. Yeah. We were talking briefly before the interview about how several months ago, I think it was back in August, OnlyFans did the most messed up thing they could honestly ever do for the platform mm-hmm. is they they said that they were going to put in a ban against explicit, sexually explicit content. And I believe it was because of certain, um, not advertisers, but it was like people that wanted to put money into the platform kind of thing. And then because they got so much backlash because everyone knows that it's the sex workers that really built the platform for what it is today. So then they suspended this ban, but there hasn't really been much said since then about like, is this ban going to be put in place later on? Like, how does it feel as a sex worker? Like, are you worried that this ban might all of a sudden come back or what's your thoughts? Yeah, it's definitely concerning that they did that all of a sudden. That was Mm -hmm. the most stressful five days in my life while that ban was going on. And I know people that really took that hard. And and I know some people that gave up over those five days because it took a long time to build back up because so many people heard about the ban, but then they didn't hear about it being reversed or suspended. Mm -hmm. And so... We, a lot of us had our fans disappearing, deleting their accounts, stopping buying. The fans that were there stopped buying because they weren't sure what was going to happen. Um, and we were all, it was so stressful. Like I, I've worked like 24 seven for those five days and yeah. so many of us were burnt out for the, like the next month. And thankfully I was one of the ones that bounced it back pretty quickly but I know people that have really struggled to build their engagement back up since then um especially those that weren't doing really well before that they really took it hard and I know people that really struggled like with their mental health from that it was it was a whole thing um and it is stressful to think about that that could happen again um and there hasn't really been much media about it. It was because of, I think, like MasterCard and Visa had issues with the payment processes or whatnot. I don't know what OnlyFans has done to like stop that from being an issue anymore, but um, they, uh, I've spoken to a couple of the top, top models that are like in direct contact with OnlyFans. Like there's only very few people that can have direct contact with the higher ups with OnlyFans. But I've spoken to a few people and they said that OnlyFans have, realized they they made a mistake and they're not going to do it again but you never know and they have been cracking down on their terms and conditions since then which is good because they're implementing the things that need to be implemented but they're also changing the site to make it harder for us in some ways there's been a lot of glitches since that happened there's it's there's been a lot of hurdles to jump over since oh. that happened and what type of glitches yeah, we're all just hurdles? trying to bounce back what type of glitches and hurdles has been like put in place this <laughs> site, like, i don't know so how many. there's so many i don't know how this site is the biggest it there it just there is not one day that goes by that mm. something is not going wrong unfortunately really? um yeah it's just the main thing is the dms with our fans um which is like our main money maker basically like if we can't chat to our fans it's an issue but sending out a message to all our fans it can take like an hour for the message to send out 
Um, yeah, the, that's the main one that's been happening, but it really is a big issue for us because mm. chatting to our fans is what gets us most of our money. People think it's a subscription price, but it generally is not. It's chatting, the one-on-one -on -one engagement and the like interactive, intimate stuff that makes us the money. So when the DMs aren't working, it's it's very hard. Yeah, and you would lose money from that because people won't be paying their money if like you know they're not getting what they're paying for their money worth like kind of thing yeah like, and it's not yeah you know, it's not your fault though yeah I know and on the other side one of the other big glitches is um payments not working so fans getting their cards denied and just like yeah. processing not working and errors and honestly it's like every day goes by and I'm like how is this the most successful site there's got to be better ones out there but we have to go where the traffic is and this is mm. what the media talks about and what everyone knows about so we have to go there yeah so we have to put up with it I guess it's just crazy that like yeah like something that's so massive has so many glitches like imagine if say Facebook Messenger, imagine if you couldn't message someone on Facebook or if you couldn't, or if everyone always struggled posting on Instagram, you know, like they would be like uproar. People would be like, what the hell? This is nonsense. Yeah. Like, like they would be on it. Like as soon as there was an issue or something like that, like, but OnlyFans is not getting taken seriously, even though like you're losing dollars if you, if it's as glitches though. And it loses them dollars too, because they take 20% of our profits. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make sense to me. They are, they've got to be a multi-billion dollar company, yeah. if not multi-million. Like mm. I'm sure it's in the billions by now. So it doesn't make sense to me how little their team is. Um, I think I heard that they only have like 30 employees, which is just mind blowing yes. to me. And I don't want to okay. shit on OnlyFans, but at the same yes. time, like <laughs> seriously, they, everyone that's on the site knows they need to get it together yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's insane oh that must be so frustrating because yeah you <laughs> use this platform to create a career but then at the same time you're just like get your shit together <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like that all the time with Instagram because I've had issues in the past where Instagram is like um my account's been blocked and all I've had all these issues with Instagram and I get so frustrated with it but at the same time it's like this is how I make money though but it's just yeah yeah well that's yeah. the other thing like we are constantly like social media hates sex workers oh hates absolutely us. absolutely and so i am probably on like my seventh instagram touch mm. wood this one has stayed up <laughs> for quite a while my tiktoks are constantly being taken down the one that went viral a week or so ago two weeks ago um that got taken down like two days later I know, um, I saw that. I was so upset. I, know. I was like, where's that video? It was so badass. It's so frustrating. And that's what happened back in July. I had a video blow up and get 5 million views. Mm -hmm. And again, it was about how much money I make and all the comments were angry people saying that it's not a real job and blah, 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 um, which I don't take personally because I know it just propels my video forwards and it just gets me more engagement and I end up making more money from it. So personally, I don't care. <laughs> Yes. Um, but I do know people that have taken it personally and it, it really gets to them. But it is so frustrating when, like, the other thing with OnlyFans is we have to do all our marketing by ourselves. Mm. They don't have a homepage. They don't have a search option. Um, I mean, they have a search option, but it doesn't really work very well. 
um, but no homepage, no category. So we have to market ourselves and how we meant to do that when all our socials get deleted constantly because we're being mass reported or we show a little bit too much skin or whatever. It's, it's so frustrating. And it really is like that alone makes it a hard job, like always having to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize that. Yeah, that's why I get so frustrated when, so when the the ban was first put in place and then the suspension, I saw some stupid comments online of people be like, oh, now these people are going to get actual jobs. And it's just like, it's literally them starting their own business, having their own business, which that in itself is a full-time 24-7 job. But imagine Mm -hmm. doing that and then having to repeat the same steps again and again and again, because social media deletes all your hard work constantly. Like, yeah. It's just very naive and very idiotic for people to be like, oh, it's not a real job. It's not a real job. It's like, yeah, they truly, there are people out there that truly think all we do is take a couple of mirror selfies, upload it to the internet and we make a thousand dollars. It does not work that way. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? I wish. Wouldn't that be nice? Being like, yep, no marketing, nothing. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Just a couple of feet pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be great. I would love that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I found you through TikTok and when you're talking about your coaching and I've never seen anyone in the sex work industry, me personally, I've never actually seen people do this, is you do coaching and help other people with their sex work in particular on OnlyFans, which is genius, can I just say. (laughs) Genius business decision because... Like, it's just like, I read it and I was just like, how has this not been a big thing? Like, you know, coaching's massive now these days. OnlyFans is massive. How has there never been like this thing of like, oh, do you need help on how to do sexting to people to make some money of texting people or how to actually do the technology on OnlyFans? Because with conversations I've had with people about them interested in joining OnlyFans, the biggest thing they seem to be confused about is the tech is the technical side of it all because it's a whole new social platform yeah I'm I'm really excited I started a course uh just like a sexting coaching back in March now I found that that was like 75% of my earnings and I found that I was getting pretty good at it um yeah like most of my money comes from one-on-one interaction with my fans I think it's the most intimate way to get to know them they feel like they're like well they are joining in kind of thing I started a a, I guess it's a course for in a way um basically it's like a guide on how to do it and then it also comes with like a group chat to ask me questions and whatnot and I've had just over 300 people join that now which was very exciting for me nice little passive income on the side as well but I found that I was giving a lot of advice to people that was unrelated to the information that was actually in my course and Mm. I feel like I took like eight months to figure out what I was doing and even then there were so many hurdles that I had to go over and figure out and I spent hours and hours and hours researching on the internet about how to actually make this profitable and do it correctly Mm. and um, I like to do a lot of reading into marketing and that sort of thing so I was spending a lot of time trying to figure it out and I still wasted a lot of money and a lot of time and whatnot and I don't want other people to do that it would be amazing if other people could just 
log in, sign up and get going basically and know what to do and what can make them successful. And I was surprised too that there wasn't many other courses the way I'm planning on doing it. Yeah. Um, there are guides and whatnot out there, um, particularly on Telegram, which is a networking app that we use as models. There are some courses on there, but not everyone knows about Telegram. And yeah. I personally think they're not as in-depth as they could be. Um, so yeah, I, I'm hoping in, I'm hoping for February to launch my masterclass, which will be basically like a full course with absolutely everything you need to know, broken down into modules with videos and um, information sheets and worksheets and like everything. Because I did so much research and everything I found online was so generic and the mm. same information over and over again and it really doesn't get you far yeah I love it so much that you're helping other people and particularly it would be women like because it is mostly women that do the sex work on OnlyFans and all the um, platforms there I just love it so much because in other industries I've definitely experienced this in other industries, there's this thing of just like, oh, I don't want to help other women because like, you know, it's already so hard out there. You know, I don't want more competition kind of thing. And I love that, you know, you so easily could use the knowledge and information you have just to make your platform be big and amazing and get the audience you want. But I love so much you using your information and knowledge and experience to help other people and make them have a better experience with OnlyFans and not be so overwhelmed with it. I just love it. I just, I just love it when I see, cliche as it sounds, women supporting women. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that quote, but it's true though. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me so happy when people in my like current course that I've got um, like tell me how much they've grown and how much more they've made since they started and whatnot. And it just, it makes me so happy. And there's some, like, I've got some personal hype women in there that just, love my course and can't wait for my other one and it makes me so happy right. and I seriously don't see us as competition mm. because it's not like guys are only going to come to one girl like they might but a lot of them that subscribe to us will subscribe to multiple people and we might be able to give them something that someone else can't give them and vice versa mm -hmm. because we don't all do absolutely everything and so I really see us as like co-workers and colleagues and um, I love my group chat that I've got because uh, if one of us has a fan that wants something in particular and we don't feel comfortable giving that to them, then we'll share the link to them and be like, hey, if anyone's interested, do, let me know your link and I'll send it to this guy and he might subscribe to you. And oh, it, I, it, I just that. love the supportiveness of it. Yeah. Oh, it's I fantastic. love that so much. Yeah, I love that because because the job that you do, you do, as you said, you do it all from home. So I can imagine sometimes it can be a bit lonely, like even though, you know, you're talking to all your clients all day, every day, and you got the people in the course, but it's great that you have that, that sense of community still, even if it is online. Yeah. I love that. That's so great. I love, yeah, I love my group chat. We honestly, I'm in there all day, every day. Like I get distracted when I'm in there sometimes <laughs> and I've made some amazing friends through sex work and only fans and um i just yeah i love the community it has truly 
turned my life around. It is insane what has happened in the last two years. And I just want it for everyone else. Like, if this is the job for you, I want you to do it and I want you to be successful. And I hope I can teach people that. So obviously you can't reveal too much of like tips and stuff like that because, you know, we we want anyone listening right now that's keen on joining OnlyFans, of course, highly advise join this course. But what would be like, say your top tip or like your top two tips on like people that just have absolutely no clue on how to do OnlyFans or have the confidence? Like what would be like, your like what are some your best tips for people that are joining the platform and are really, really interested in getting into sex work? So the first thing that I always ask someone or tell someone when they ask me about it is to make sure that it is what they want to do. Because this is not the kind of job that you, although it should be accepted, it is not the job that you can just jump in, jump into and get going and be accepted by everyone. And I just love to preface my tips to people with the advice to really think about it. And if this is going to ruin your life, if someone finds out, or if you just absolutely cannot have people find out or your um, vanilla job, as we call it, would get um, be, what's the word? If your vanilla job is going to be, what is the word I'm thinking of? Um, like it would be like affected kind of thing. Is that yeah. What I mean? If your yeah. vanilla job, yeah. If your vanilla job is going to be affected, then this isn't the job for you. Mm-hmm. So with saying that, um, social media is the biggest thing, obviously. Mm. having backups of everything is my biggest tip you need to have multiple especially with tiktok and instagram multiple tiktoks multiple instagrams twitter's the probably the most sex work safe if you Mm. have your account listed as sensitive information and content Mm -hmm. Um, but it is a pretty slow personally a pretty slow growing account for um, subscribers but social media is slow in general. You're not going to get 100 subscribers the first day that you're on social media. It does take longer to build up your fan base. And I think the general rule is like someone has to see you eight times before they'll subscribe or they have to see you eight times before they'll check you out further or something. So mm-hmm. it is going to be slow, but consistency is the biggest thing. Staying consistent, posting every single day, if not multiple times a day on social media is going to be the biggest thing. Also starting your OnlyFans with more than just a couple of pictures. Um, I think the more you have already uploaded on your page, the more attractive it is to someone. Uh, So having, I'd say, at least 50 pictures, a couple of videos, at least to get started because someone's not going to pay $10 for 10 pictures kind of thing unless they really 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 want to see you yeah mm-hmm. um and I guess my last tip is just making sure your content is as clear well lit and well taken as possible you can be faceless you don't have to have fancy lingerie you don't have to have a fancy backdrop just do it in front of a well lit window um on a decent camera I mean I use my iPhone camera Um, you don't have to have fancy equipment you don't have to have anything like that you can use your camera just do it during the day nice lighting and yeah get started thank you so much for giving your tips and tricks like so many of those I was just like I didn't even think about
about that, like having backups and having all these photos. Like, yeah, that's why I think it's just so great with this coaching that you're doing for this because so many people just don't think about that. But like, just because of your two years plus experience, like, yeah, you know that, you know, like how important those things really, really are. Yeah. Yeah. And there is so much more, like so much. It is taking, I'm really hustling to get the content of this course completely finished because there is just so much to think about. And as I'm writing, I'm like, oh, I need to talk about that and that and that. And it's just, (laughs) it's never ending really, but I am working really, really hard to get it out as soon as possible because that TikTok video made my wait list blow up and my DMs blow up and I don't want to keep people waiting. Uh And it's so exciting, but I don't want to keep people waiting and I want Mm -hmm. it to be out as soon as possible for people. So I'm working hard on it yeah it's coming (laughs) (laughs) well i'll make sure it then in today's show notes i'll make sure to leave all your details if anyone else wants to join the waitlist as well that would be fantastic thank you so to, to conclude today's podcast episode every single week i have a guest onto the show and we discuss our highlights and lowlights of the week now we are recording this in december so i have a feeling there'll be some christmas themed highlights lowlights here but we're going to start on the negative here. What has been your low light of the week, my dear? Um, I honestly think this week has gone decently well. Um, so good. I wouldn't say maybe it. One thing is that income does slow down towards Christmas. So it gets a little stressful trying to work really hard. Um, but I would probably say that the low light has been my TikTok being taken down, which did happen last week, but it's been, it's taken me a while to bounce back from it. Um, it, I kind of take it a little bit personally when that happens and it takes me a while to make my new account and get creating content. Um, because unfortunately the morning that that got taken down, I had spent four hours filming content. And then my accounts got taken down, all my drafts are gone. So I just haven't had the time or energy to refilm everything on a new account. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of dragging for the last week and a half. I'll get back into it. Yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing. For people out there that didn't see that viral TikTok video, do you want to explain like why it went so viral? Because this, this is where I discovered you and I just thought, oh my god this is amazing do you want to describe to the listeners yeah, it, what the video is about well it was um it was just a trend it, i honestly didn't expect it to blow up but it was just that trend um where people are like nodding their head um and there's that music in the background um and it was like um created an only fans uh hoping to only make 5k a month or something mm. or 2k a month or something like that Um, And then the next bit was less than two years later, making 30K plus a month. Um, And it blew up because people didn't believe me. It's ridiculous. (laughs) They were coming up my background, my vines in the background saying that someone that's making 30K a month wouldn't have fake vines from a Dollar Tree. And it's like, why not? I mean, save money. Do you not know what taxes are and expenses? And yeah, so it was a, it was a mixture of uh, people commenting hate and saying it's not a real job and coming at me personally. Mm. Um, but it was also an amazing mix of people that were very supportive and other people wanting to know how to do it themselves and how I've made it work for me and whatnot. And yeah, the, the love definitely outweighs the hate. And I just, 
I just ignore it. I ignore the hate. I don't look, I don't look at it. Yeah. All they're doing is just literally making your video go more viral and then more people exactly. will discover you and join your wait list. Yeah. That's exactly. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I like your vines. I don't know what they're talking about. Thank I like you. them. Yes. Just- I like them too. I think yes, they're pretty. I like them. Yes. It's better than a blank wall. Exactly. Better than a blank wall. I don't think, I don't know how they would expect me to have like real vines. That doesn't make sense to me. I They would die. I don't keep, I don't keep my plants alive. Yeah. You don't have to maintain them if they're fake and like if it exactly. works, it works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I think my low light, mine is not as low as yet yeah, having a video. Well, that's good. Down. Yes. Mine is just, I hate the heat so much. I just become mm. so miserable from this heat. So I live in Brisbane and it's just because I live in a, and I live in a fat body. I cannot handle heat for the life of me. And mm-hmm. I just become like this entirely different person. I become very moody, like as if I'm hangry all the time. Oh, me too. So I just hate it. Like I'm just, I'm already like sweating on my chair, even though I have the fan and aircon going. <laughs> it's just not nice. It's not, yeah. That's yeah. why I chop my. I head live inside up. in the aircon. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the, do you have aircon in your room then? Because I can imagine like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Because I was gonna say, I was just like, how do you do the photo? I like how this is my biggest concern. How do you do the photos and videos without sweating? <laughs> yeah. No. I turn the aircon full blast when I know I'm gonna be filming because it gets so yeah. hot. And especially with my big ring light, I have like a 19 inch ring light, and mm. it lets off a lot of heat, surprisingly. And yeah. even just filming TikToks can be exhausting. Like I don't do the dances and stuff, but even just filming TikToks can be exhausting, and you just sweat all over. Yes. Especially the under boob sweat is crazy. (laughs) Oh, feels. Yes. I got like big F cups here. So I like get all the sweat underneath here and then under my belly. So yeah, Yeah. it feels. (laughs) So then my dear, what has been your highlight of the week? I did a Airbnb shoot on Monday um, and Tuesday. It's been quite exciting. Recently, I've just started to step up the quality of my content now that I and making more, I can afford to put more back into it. I mean, 60% of my earnings go straight back into the business anyway. Um, but I've decided to start investing a little bit more. And um, once a month, I'm hiring out an Airbnb for a couple of days so I can go and take content in a new place and new background. And um, I get a professional photographer to come in and do some photos. And then I do some myself because I don't really feel comfortable in just like spreading and (laughs) full-on explicit photos in front of a photographer but um the safer work ones are good for for her to come in and do um but yeah that's really exciting it does wear me out for a couple days though I end up on the couch for a couple days after that it's just draining to be Mm -hmm. on and working for that long and I'm quite socially anxious as well and I get drained from too much interaction Mm. um so being with someone for like 36 hours straight working is a lot um but it was fun I I really am enjoying this new side of work and I feel like it's just taking my stuff to another level and making everything look more professional and whatnot and yeah it's it's a lot of fun and Uh, it was right on the beach we had a balcony with the beach it was so nice 
Oh, that that's awesome. Oh, I love it so much. And yeah, I love, that's so great. Then you're able to like grow your platform. And I can totally relate to the social anxious thing. I, I kind of describe it as like, say, every day I have 10 cookies and certain social occasions take up more more cookies than other like other occasions yeah. kind of thing and at the end of the day i need like a day or two to like get back to 10 cookies again kind of thing so yeah i get what you mean like you know like you love the work that you do but yeah it can be like emotionally draining kind of thing yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and yeah and you have to like you know in the videos and photos you have to be like you know look like you're horny and stuff like that that takes a lot of energy <laughs> it does it does especially when you're like in front of someone and it's not really like photos at least you're not actually in that moment right then and there you're just taking photos so it does take a bit to put on the persona but it mm. is a lot of fun as well we put music on in the background and we generally have some wine and um yeah it's it's a lot of fun ah awesome so I think for my highlight of the week, mine will have to be that I don't have COVID. I've been sick for the past week yeah. and I've just, because uh, we've had like a few hot spots in the area of Brisbane and I honestly thought I had COVID because I was vomiting. I had a really um, sore throat, runny nose, all the, oh, all, the, all the fun. And I was just like, crap, this is just before Christmas time. And this is just before I start off um, working with some new clients of mine. I was just like, damn it but yeah my results came back negative so I'm very very happy Good. like now I'm just like I don't want to go near any like big crowds of people before Christmas just like don't go near me I don't want to get COVID yeah. before Christmas time yeah so that's been my week yes yeah, that's definitely good that you don't have it. We've been pretty lucky here. We don't really have a lot of COVID, which is great. Mm. Um, but I'm not really a social person anyway. I work from home. I do everything from home. I don't really have a lot of, like, in-person friends. A lot of my friends are online now, with, like sex mm. workers and whatnot. I don't really – I'm not the party scene kind of person. I'd rather just stay home and watch TV and nap. So I think I'd be <laughs> safe even if I was elsewhere because I just wouldn't go anywhere. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watching TV, napping, that's my hobbies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's all I do with my spare time when I have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much, Audrey, for coming onto the podcast today and just talking about the awesome genius idea you have of doing sex work coaching like that's just yeah, <laughs> jealous of the genius idea <laughs> that's all I have to say yeah and just yeah just thank you for sharing your advice as well because I've had that many conversations with people and people in my personal life of them just like I want to start OnlyFans but I have no idea where to start so yes I think many of my friends family and some of my followers are just going to be very excited to hear that you know there's an actual course we can actually learn about this yeah yeah i'm so, so excited thank you yeah. so much for having me on yes thank you so much for coming on thank you Thank you everyone for joining me on today's episode with Audrey Aura. Be sure to follow her on her Instagram platforms. And if you are interested in joining OnlyFans and having a little sneak peek into the industry, head on over to the link in today's show notes and check out the OnlyFans Masterclass. Be sure to join the waitlist so you get notified as soon as it is available to the public to start this incredible journey for the sex work industry. If you're new to the pod, 
please be sure to subscribe so you get notified every single time a new episode is released. And make sure you also follow us on Instagram for more stories and conversations about the world of intersectional feminism. Anyway, I will see you all next week for another episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. I'm your host, Demi Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yarraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.